We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. We have another big recruiting episode coming at you guys today. And I have a huge guest on the Ducks Dish Podcast. Joining me today is 2022 Oregon wide receiver signee Kyler Casper out of Williamsfield High School in Gilbert, Arizona. Hey, thanks for being here, Kyler. How are we doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Excited to uh, talk talk some ducks with you. Get to learn a little bit more about your story and you know you as an individual. So uh, yeah, just just real real pumped up to uh, getting closer to football season too. I mean, kind of like the dogs dog days of summer right now. But uh, I mean, it'll be here before we know it. Um, so this is my first time talking to you. Um, you know, as a recruit. So I think the easiest question to start with is just why you felt that Oregon was the school for you? Um, so to be honest, the first time I had went up there, um, I was more just, I didn't really have any, um, really any thoughts. I didn't know too much about Oregon. I just heard that, you know, there's a new staff in there and they're all great people, but you know, I, I didn't know too much about Oregon previously before that, but going up there, um, and meeting the the staff, the entire staff, the first time and seeing all, every, all the facilities and everything, I was I was kind of blown away. I didn't really expect that. I was kind of just expecting, you know, like the cool jerseys and stuff like that. But like the people were real genuine, all great people, and that kind of took me for like a turn. So we went up the first time and I loved it. And then um, I was talking to my dad. And I was like, I kind of want to go up again and like see if I get the same feeling I did the first time. So. We had went up again with uh, more more of my family, and my whole family loved it. I loved it as well. So that's when I kind of knew. I was kind of over the whole recruiting thing, and I, and I really loved Oregon and loved Coach Adams and Coach Lanning and Coach Dillingham, all the coaches. And so I just knew that was, that was the place to be. Okay, so kind of like the, the the perfect storm of factors, right? You got the, mm-hmm. the people, the new staff, exactly. uh, the mm-hmm. facilities, I'm sure, you know, the, the the feel of Eugene, I feel like that's really different and something that you can't understand yeah. unless you actually make it out to Western Oregon, kind of what that college town feel is like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. Amazing. So, yeah, you said it, it kind of sounded like, you know, you didn't really have a, a super solid, you know, grasp on what Oregon was like when you first went up there and, 
kind of sound as like sounds like they kind of got into the picture a little bit late with you if we're talking you know just when the new staff's coming in yeah. so how did how did Oregon kind of get on your radar uh, initially because you were a, a you've been a big time recruit for a long time and, and had a lot of schools on you mm-hmm. well actually I was I was offered by the Chris Ball, Chris Ball staff uh, originally and then um when uh, the new staff I got up there, I think uh, Coach Dillingham had came up to see me at uh, my school at Williamsfield, and then Coach, uh, and then like uh, Coach Adams, and then Coach Landon had also came up a uh, second time, and so that through that uh, I got to you know see them, and then we continued to build a relationship, and then just got to know them, you know, at a more than just a coaching type of level, but like knowing them as, as people and they're all amazing people so that's how okay and then you you like i said you had a lot of schools on you throughout the recruiting process uh i think tennessee was kind of that main school that looked like they were neck and neck with the ducks as things kind of yeah. came down to the wire but i mean just looking through your list man you got just about everybody here kind of a who's who you got georgia lsu miami um mm-hmm. so i'm sure you heard you've heard like everything there is as far as, you know, flattering pitches or, or why a certain school wants you to go there for your college ball. What, yeah. what was Oregon's pitch to you? You know, what was kind of the mm-hmm. selling point there about why they need you and Eugene? Well, um, you know, first of all, they're always going to have a quarterback. You know, Oregon's always going to have a have a great quarterback. And with uh, Coach Dillingham's offense, they're really going to start spreading the ball. And uh, another cool thing is uh, obviously Dante Thornton, is there and he's sort of a taller receiver. So I, I kind of get to see how they would sort of use me in a way. And, you know, I, re- I really like it. He moves around everywhere because as me, as a receiver, I want to be able to go, I mean, to the slot outside everywhere across the field and be able to run every route. So that's what they see me as being able to run every route. Just like I'm tall, some schools seem as a jump bar or whatever, but I can actually run routes for a six, five and a half, six, six receiver. So yeah, that's that's basically it. And you know, obviously, anywhere I can get to the NFL. But I just feel like being down there in Eugene, I can really lock in on what I need to lock in on. And that my main goal is to get to the NFL. So just pursue that down there, Oregon. Yeah, you mentioned uh, being able to lock in. I think that some some uh, you know fans of other schools, let's just keep it at that. You know, let's say, oh, like nothing's going on in Eugene. Like, why would anybody want to go there? But I, I've lived in Eugene for two years and it's very, you know, a low key place. And I exactly. feel like, you know, you don't have a lot of distractions. That's what some, uh, exactly. you know, recruits have told me as far as the yep. appeal there. So I definitely see what you're saying when it comes to that. Um, you you kind of mentioned, Kyler, this might, might be a little bit of like a two part question uh, that you were ready to kind of be done with, with the recruiting process by the time it all came to an end. So yep. I think if it's just to, to, Take it from a fan's perspective. You know, you have the news of you committing. You know, you got the icy video dropping. Everyone's losing their minds. And then I, I can't remember when it, the, the story originally came out, but you know, hour or so after you you made the call, uh, the the news broke. Kyler Casper mm-hmm. going to be reclassifying to 2022, um, mm-hmm. which is something that we're seeing uh, a little bit more common commonly uh, the, these days. So just just kind of wanted to ask what went into that decision for you because high school football only comes around once, but you're you know accelerating it by a whole year. Um, well, I think a couple of things came into that decision, but the main thing is just honestly, 
there was there was no real like positive outcome of, of me staying another year like I already had committed I knew I wanted to go I feel my body's mature enough and I'm mature enough to go be able to handle what I need to handle down there at Oregon right now and then so me staying for another year just just another chance to get hurt something bad to happen so I was just I was just ready to go and get started I feel like I can go play with those guys right now so that's really that's really the main reason. Okay, yeah, I feel like every every year you see those those handful of of high school players that they look like they can play in college right now. They look like they're college yeah. ready, especially along yeah. like the trenches. Like you just see you're seeing bigger and bigger high school guys that look like they're mm-hmm. college ready. And you know yeah. what you were talking about, you know, six five, one ninety five, two hundred pounds. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely kind of have that that college ready frame. And I, I bet Wilson loves excited to to get to work with you uh, in the weight room yeah. as well. Um, and then, okay, so that, that's kind of where your head was at with that. Was, was that the plan for a while, or was that only kind of after you decided it was going to be the Ducks? Um, so that actually that had came up in a, a couple of uh, conversations with um, some other schools, and we were just talking about it. And then this one school had kind of brought it to my attention. And I was – at first I was like, no, like, I, I want to, you know, go through my senior year of high school. And then I was really thinking about it more and then talking to my parents about it and just realizing that there's really not a, a benefit that would come out, out of staying. So we talked it over with Oregon and figured out well, what I can do. So then from there, basically, that was that was it. They were all in. I was all in. Okay. Yeah, you got your, uh, you know, some clarity in, in your next chapter, getting getting all that figured out. Um, and I think another part that's cool about the recruiting process or maybe a little bit under discussed is, you know, you have all the, the crazy photo shoots, uh, you know, have schools that are bringing cars out onto the field for, for guys to take pictures with. Um, I don't know if you saw Samson Oak and Lola's pictures, but he's, you know, the pancake guy. So you got syrup and pancakes in these photo shoots. There's a lot of really cool, you know, hype elements around the recruiting process. But from your point of view, you know, you're hopping on late flights, you're, you're traveling all over the country. You got coaches blowing up your phone and you name it. There's, you know, something that you got to deal with. What were some of the lessons that you were able to learn after going through the recruiting process and, and kind of yeah. being out on the other end now? Um, I mean, there was a, there's a lot of things uh, that I've learned, but a lot of, I mean, I, I did build a lot of uh, great relationships. I learned not to, you know, burn any bridges with any anybody because you know you never know where a coach may be so there's no reason to you know if a school even if you're not so interested just completely ghost them like they're showing you um like one that they want you in their program so you know you gotta you gotta respect every coach even if you know it's not a option or decision that you want to go there you know they're off the bat still got to respect them and, you know, talk to them. And even if you know that, you might as well explain. They get told no every day, so you might as well explain to them why it's not not an option for you. And that would be much better than just, you know, ghosting someone. Although it is hard when, you know, you're getting a lot of, of like, a lot of text throughout every day. And at first it's fun, but it eventually gets tiring. But it's something you just got to deal with and you got to just, I mean, just – deal with it <laughs> but um that's why eventually after after about a year of that I was I was ready to just wrap it up and then lock in on one school and start building and, rec- and now me being a recruiter and trying to get guys to come to my school so 
Yeah, going from recruit to recruiter is is kind of that big transition before uh, you get to Oregon, and then even when you do get to Oregon, that'll be uh, you know those the players are the the best recruiters oftentimes. Um, and I know when when you were going through the process, I, I can definitely admire the the respect that you have for those coaches. Um, being able to just be real with them, I feel like that that genuine interaction is something that I hear so often when I'm talking to recruits. Um, and at the end of the day, it's 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 hard to to tell coaches no. Mm-hmm. It is. It's difficult. But something that you just kind of got to do with with uh, you know the process. It's how things go. You can only go to one school. Um, you, you spoke really highly, Kyler, of uh, the new coaching staff at Oregon. So I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you about a couple guys. Uh, starting yep. with your uh, future position coach, Junior Adams. Uh, I kind of feel like he flew under the radar a little bit when, when he got hired. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. he was like, you know, Junior Adams is going to Oregon and everyone's like, wow, like this is like a guy who's, you know, really super, super high level. I'm not trying to, to downplay him at all. I'm just saying from my perception with like fans and stuff, it wasn't like everyone was like losing their minds or anything, but this dude's just balled out as a recruiter since he since he's gotten to Oregon. You know, Chase Coda, yourself, Jurion. Just just tell me a little bit about your relationship with with Coach Adams and, and what you think makes him special. Um, Coach Adams is a great guy. You know, he's a he's a great. It's beyond coach. He's a great family man. He's great to all his players. You know, he really gets to know his players and has all their backs. And I I, I see I saw that, and then hearing from the players as well, like how much he really has their back it, it just makes me feel comfortable going going there and knowing that i'm i mean obviously anywhere you go to college you got to earn your spot and earn everything but you know knowing that he's gonna gonna look out for me and help me during the process so that uh knowing that you know helps a lot makes it a lot easier transition but you know his coaching wise he's an amazing coach like being able to see him coach at practice he doesn't He's not going to put any players down and he when he yells it's all it's all positive everything that comes out of, out of him is really just positive he never if someone's like having a bad day he's going to talk them through he's not i mean that's rare especially for a college coach like to help out a player like that that just most coaches will put it put him aside or get you know be down on them but coach adams will always lift you up like no matter what and he's i mean his knowledge of the game is obviously uh, amazing, like hearing from him in the meetings and then him coaching Cooper Cup, my bad. I mean, everyone saw what Cooper Cup did and he showed me a lot of uh, videos of him going through drills and then the same exact drills were applied on the field. So he knows what he's talking about and he's a he's just a great person to coach as well. That coaching approach definitely reminds me a little bit of, uh, of Coach Lachlan and what Dante Dowdell told me uh, as far mm-hmm. as his approach two things and you know not not cursing at his players but still being able to be stern and with with coach adams you're saying you know he's building you up and Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people i've talked to when i asked them about adams they they reference cooper cup obviously winning Mm -hmm. the super bowl and then winning the super bowl mvp that's that's definitely big and i think now some of the excitement from the oregon side of things is that they've been recruiting the position at a super high level but now Mm -hmm. There's kind of, you know, you got Kyler Casper, you got Dante Thornton, Troy Franklin. You know, who's going to be the next Cooper Cup in this Junior mm-hmm. Adams kind of lineage? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and then uh, got to ask you about Coach Lanning. You know, the guy running the show. Mm-hmm. He, he comes over from Georgia. Um, obviously, there's a lot of 
hype around the defensive side of the ball, but things haven't really slowed down on the offensive side when it comes to recruits. But what, what do you kind of see in coach landing that, that inspires so much confidence? Um, coach landing just walks around with just energy and confidence, you know, everywhere he goes, he's just a, he's a great guy to be around and just like, you know, you can feel his energy whenever you're in the same room as him, you know, he's always, always happy. I'm obviously, you know, when, when the uh, time comes where he needs to, you know, get serious and get stern on his players, he will. But besides that, he's just a he's a great individual, great family man, and and just a great coach. And he's all in on the on this Oregon program, and I can see that, and so can a lot of other people. So I'm just you know I'm excited to get down there and just work and get to work for him, basically. Absolutely. Okay. So feels like Dan Lane is just a ball of energy. Every anytime you yeah. see him on social uh you know those videos and pictures and everything but uh we're gonna step away for a very quick break and then on the other side we're gonna talk more with kyler casper the 2022 oregon ducks wide receiver signee so stay with us and we will be right back after this we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, welcome back to the Ducks Dish podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, talking with Kyler Casper, uh, 2022 Oregon Ducks wide receiver signee. So Kyler, just want to learn a little bit more about you as a, as a player and as a person. 
Um, I wanted to focus on your play style at the wide receiver position because mm-hmm. I feel like not a lot of guys have the athleticism that you do in your commitment video. I think you were doing like a behind the back or a windmill dunk on somebody that was just crazy to watch. But um, so just tell me a little bit about your play style and, you know, what other kind of athletics sports we have uh, in the picture for you here, you know, growing up. Um, well, growing up, I kind of played a little bit of everything. I played football, basketball, lacrosse. I boxed for eight years and played like a little bit of soccer, everything. But, um, you know, getting older, I played basketball, football, and then I, I did track last year, actually, high jumping and long jump for the first time. So that was pretty fun. But, you know, just being just being versatile, I like just being good at basically everything I do. And I think that's helped me on the football field as well, because but with basketball, especially basketball, you have to be left and right hand have to be the same. So I feel like my left and right, I feel like I'm pretty, uh, uh, whatever the word is. I ambidextrous. <laughs> ambidextrous, exactly. You know, I feel like I can use both um, both hands and everything the same. So, you know, and with lacrosse too, growing up, I played that. So that helped me a lot. But um, I think all that translates well into the football field, jump balls. You know, I'm going up and getting every jump ball. And then movement, like, off of releases and all that translates back to basketball. So, you know, all that stuff really comes into football. And football-wise, I mean, I just I just feel like I'm different every time I step on the field because I know no one's going to be able to go jump and get the ball on me. And then I know my routes. Obviously, there's always work to do and work and uh, room for uh, improvement. But I feel like my routes for my height, not many people can run routes like me at my height. So that's just a that's just a, a huge thing for me is just routes, you know, being able to be six, five and a half and then be able to run run routes like I'm six foot. That's that's the main thing I've been working on, just my routes and speed so I can really uh differ myself from every other top receiver. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of uh, you know custom at this point when you come across receivers of your size to say, oh, he's just a 50-50 jump ball kind of guy. But I, I like how you're, you know, you want to be someone who's 6'5", but is also technically sound and can do a lot of different things, can be a threat with the ball in his hands, kind of a deal after the catch. Um, so that, that'll, I'm sure, you know, help help you, you know, see the field uh, sooner than later uh, with, with, with the Ducks. Um, another unique thing with you, Kyler, is that, you have an, uh, an NFL dad or a former NFL dad uh, with, with your dad, Kevin, being a, a wide receiver at the highest level. Um, what was it like just kind of growing up uh, with with that in the picture? And, um, you know, how has that kind of um, changed your guys' relationship or kind of how does that make your relationship? Um, well, I mean, since I can remember, you know, football has always been in my life since I can remember I mean, back when I'm like my first baby pictures, like I'm holding the football, just you know, since since the really beginning. So when I was when I was like about six is when I really, like really started uh training and taking football seriously. So um, we're we're from Chicago, so back in Chicago, I'd, I would train every day after school, and then when I and then I started foot, flag football when I was six, tackle when I was seven. So ever since I've been six, you know, I've been just eager to learn uh, learn about the the sport and you know hearing from him obviously he's he's played and done it like you said so it's that's just that's a huge uh benefit to me to be able to just hear hear from him and and beyond even the football stuff 
more of just like the the uh, process of it all, especially going into college and you know obviously it's going to be difficult at first but hearing uh little things from him helped me out it's going to help me out just just knowing in the back of my mind that's going to help me out a lot so i mean there's 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 a million ways he's helped me but i'm just i'm really grateful to have him to be able to you know help guide me through this yeah it's it's a cool dynamic because i think you know not not to put other parents down by any means but like your dad's like in really good shape and like he, he looks like he could he could uh you know give you a little bit of run here and there maybe oh yeah no i try to i mean he can give anyone a run <laughs> for real. like working out with him i i work out with him as much as i can and it's he just doesn't he just doesn't get tired like he literally i don't know he's he's ridiculous but he loves it so that's what he does and you you mentioned how he kind of helped you with the process um but had that unique experience to to draw on and you know reflect on what what were some of the lessons that that you kind of thought resonated with you uh as you were kind of going about making your decision and and thinking about what he had told you Mm -hmm. well um i mean he told me for the for the longest time obviously he went to iowa and when i was uh i mean growing up my whole life i thought i was going to go to iowa like that's just i had no other thought in my head and i was like i'm going to iowa but and then right when I got the offer from Iowa, I kind of wanted, I was like, I'm ready to commit. I might as well. There's nowhere else I really want to go. And that was because that was like my second offer. And he was like, well, no, like, wait, like, trust me, you want to be able to see things. And he's trust he's, he wanted me to go to Iowa more than anything. But he's like, wait, just wait. I you need to take your time, you know, be able to see everything. A lot of, a lot of people are like, you dad, like, mad that you're not going to Iowa, but not at all. He wanted me to, you know, go where I where I loved and felt comfortable at, and he 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 loved it. He loved it as well. So it's not like he he hated he's hating on or anything. Every time he goes down, he loves the whole staff. He loves Coach Adam, Coach Landon, all the whole staff. They're they're amazing people. So I mean, he's he wasn't pressuring anything. He wanted me to really feel feel for the school that I'm I was going to, and just get a feel for all these schools. He tried to help me get everywhere I can to get down on the visits and all that stuff. So having him in the picture was huge during this process. Yeah, fun to, to be able to share that with him. And, and I think for him to be able to go through that with you, uh, probably a, a small part of him that, that definitely still wishes you were going to Iowa. But uh, they're kind of a cool team to look at. I feel like they're like one of those really gritty teams. They're always good in the trenches. And they yeah. can kind of, you know, you don't really want to run into them uh, on yeah. any given Saturday. So I'm going to keep my eye on them. But um, mm-hmm. what else do I have here? I think another thing that some people would be interested to know, Kyler, you know, we, we see so much uh, of recruits on, you know, their huddle film on, on social media, mm-hmm. what have you, but I wanted to get a better feel for kind of who you are off the field, you know, any kind mm-hmm. of uh, interests you have or maybe what you like to do when you're not grinding and, and putting in the work. Um, I, I mean, I love playing basketball, pickup games and all that stuff. That's, that's probably my main hobby. Outside. Obviously it's, I'm still in Arizona right now, so it's super hot. So it's difficult, you know, find the find the gym sometimes where we can get everybody at the hoop. But I mean, hooping is uh that's that's something I've always loved since I was a little kid. That and that and football are my two favorite sports. And then just, you know, I mean I like kicking back, playing video games with my friends. Just regular stuff. Keep playing video games, hanging out with my friends. But I say my my main thing is playing basketball. Okay. Yeah, yeah pl- playing basketball. So um 
I'm a Warriors fan, so I'm a little bit spoiled being from being from the Bay Area. But I know that this dude, the Suns have been making some noise though, in, in you know past yeah. couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, originally I'm a Bulls fan, but since I moved here, I mean, sure, I'm not gonna be a band or anything. But the, I mean, the Suns are cool. I, I don't really have a main. I want to say I like have like a team I'm all out for. I'm more like players for every sport. I I like players more than anything, but. Yeah, the Suns have been doing good. They just can't finish it. <laughs> so, so who you, who are you rocking with then? If you're more of a, a players kind of a guy, uh, I, my probably my two favorite players right now is John Moran, number one, um, Anthony Edwards, number two. Those are probably my two favorite, and then I got some other ones. But all oh, time, okay. Allen Iverson for sure, though. Okay, yeah, Jaw just feels like he he took the taking the league by storm, and then it's funny you mentioned Anthony Edwards because I was going to ask you about video games, and I remember I had a two K diamond card with with Anthony Edwards that was going pretty crazy. What uh what games do you like to play? Um, I didn't play two K this year because I was waiting until I got the new Xbox, and I had like I just got it, so I'm not I'm just gonna wait till next year. But I mean, I play two K. And I play uh, Madden, and then I've been on Warzone a lot recently. And then, I mean, Fortnite, I, I throw Fortnite on every once in a while. But, I mean, probably my main game right now has been Warzone. Okay. Yeah, I know that uh, a lot of Oregon players, they like to hop on their lives when they're when they're playing uh, Warzone or whatever game it is. Um, yeah. I know I only got a couple more minutes with you, Kyler. Um, so, kind of wanted to go a little bit more big picture um, with things. Uh, I think more and more players – recruits are, are kind of getting getting an awareness growing their awareness that football doesn't last forever um you know kind of a, a sad but harsh reality um so I just kind of wanted to ask what maybe some of your big picture goals were for in life I'm not sure how how far ahead you're looking um but I bet that's a piece of the the puzzle that your dad kind of probably shed some light on um just you know off the field or maybe on and off the field kind of what you what kind of goals you have in mind yeah um well I mean, the main, my main thing is I want to, I want to be a great family man and eventually be a great father. And that's, that's my main thing in life. But, um, as it goes besides that, um, maybe, uh, I'm not, I'm not too sure on, uh, anything exactly now. I want to, I got more time to figure that out, but I definitely want to stay in sports or stay in football, at least like coaching or, 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 uh, opening up a, a training facility be real cool, especially, uh, I mean, down here where I'm at right now, there's, I don't think there's like a a good. I mean, there. I mean, there's some good training facilities, but I feel like with the knowledge I have about all that stuff, I could I could uh, really excel in that. But there's there's a bunch of many things I'm interested in, but nothing I'm exactly set on yet. Okay. Yeah, we see a lot of we see a lot of players that like to stick around the game when it comes to coaching or mentoring, um, mm-hmm. training facility. Uh, that definitely sounds like it's right up that alley. Um, and I like what you said about being a good family man because you want to be a, a good – there's so much craziness going on in the world. Like, we just need more good people. So, uh, exactly. I definitely like to hear that. Uh, just a couple more for you, man. One of the ones that I thought I wanted to ask earlier I, that I'm kind of just remembering now, you talk about how hot it is in uh, Arizona. I got I got some buddies that live in Scottsdale. What mm-hmm. What's it just like playing in the heat like how can you kind of describe that other than like oh it's super hot like what do you is there anything different that's kind of in place to to kind of keep you guys going and and take care of when when you're on that hot turf um well for high school my high school we practice we would have uh weights from one i think 130 to three 
And then we would go from practice from three to five, which is very hot. And it's on the on the turf too. So starting your feet are burning every day throughout the summer. So that's rough and it's I wanna I wanna say you almost kinda get used to it, but it's like you'll never get used to it because every I mean every day it's ridiculously hot. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I mean it's it does it does help like during the season, like especially when it starts like I swear Arizona would just like it'll be super hot and then just one day it'll be cool cool and then it'll start being cool. So once that day hits and then it starts uh, being cool after that, you appreciate that like so much more and it really makes everything else like a lot easier. Like I'm, I'm I really am excited to go down to Oregon just knowing I'm gonna be able to run routes and stuff and not just feel like I'm about to pass out the whole time. That's um that's gonna be fun, but. Uh, yeah, it does make everything else a lot easier, and it's 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 a mental thing for sure. Obviously, it can get a physical thing because I mean, some people like literally pass out. You got to stay super hydrated and all that stuff, but it is a mental thing just just working through the heat, especially when you got helmets and pads on. It's it gets rough, but it's it's I mean it, it builds builds character, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you kind of took my, I think my last question out of my mouth a little bit, but you're you're getting to Oregon this summer to to join the Ducks ahead of the 2022 season. What would you say you're most excited about? Uh, you know, for this this next journey that awaits you when you get to Eugene. Um, I'm game days are gonna be gonna be ridiculous. I can't wait. I want to go in there and uh, play. You know, play this season. I know they got a bunch of dogs at the at the wideout uh, position, but I feel like I can go go in there and play this season and make an impact this season so that's my goal is to go down, go down there right now and just show out as a true freshman and you know play in front of the stadium I can't wait to to go show out in front of everybody and show what I can do so that's 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 really it yeah I, I can vouch that uh game days definitely hit different in, in Eugene you know I like the the fall misty mornings and then it kind of gets nice uh by the time kickoff rolls around but You've been super generous with your time, Kyler. So I want to get you out of here. But uh, before we get to that, where, where can people find more of you? Whether it be you know social media, Twitter, Instagram. Just mm-hmm. wanted to give you a chance to to plug that. Um. So my Instagram is Kyler.Casper. Uh, my Twitter is Casper Kyler. And then that's I mean that's where the main two I'm 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 on right now. So go go follow those, and then I try to you know be consistent on those so everyone can stay up to date. All right, you guys got to make sure you go tap in with Kyler on his socials over there. If you want to find more of me, you can follow me on Twitter at mtorissports, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Torres. If you guys can go ahead and smash that like and subscribe button, it is a tremendous help with what I'm trying to do, covering the Ducks. And head on over to DucksDigest.com for all your latest Oregon football and recruiting news and interviews. But that'll do it for us on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. A big thanks to Kyler for coming on. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Take care. Yes, sir. Peace.